I'm recording. All right, Mr. Moe's recording. Veronica's recording. I'm excited. My Michael Jackson bobblehead. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Show me the children. Okay, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week and another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Ayo! What's up, man? Simo oh, here. Mo. How are you? Oh, Mr. Mo, I am excited because I don't know if you've heard, but there's been a big announcement made in New York City. And that's a oh, big yeah? announcement is... Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. I, I want to say, I want to say, I want to say. Governor Cuomo touches people without permission. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it Bone is? Bone roasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one is definitely funnier than mine. But no, he also made the announcement. Uh, I guess he needed to get the heat off himself for that. That live comedy is coming back, y'all. Yeah. So excited. Yeah, it means one thing, one thing only. You get to see us live on stage again at the greatest comedy show of all time, which is making its return to Broadway Comedy Club Friday, April 30th at 7 p.m. It's going to be hosted by Mr. Chris Moore. It's going to be headlined by Tracy Carnazzo. It features me. It features Jenna Draper, Ron Prendamano, and Danny Suggs. And we're going to kick ass. We're going to get extended sets. It's going to be awesome. And guess what? what you guys yeah there's limited seating things are gonna be safe and also you get to save some money if you just use the promo code frat chat in all caps that's right frat chat it's the name of the show you're listening to so you can't forget it you guys use it you'll save some money come see us in our sweet awesome epic return to a stage to a real comedy club i'm not doing comedy on the side of the street anymore mr mo this is amazing yes I um uh, just want to make sure Frat Chat is is the same promo code for Moonlight Clothing, our sponsor. Correct. Oh, you see, see that right there, folks? Is Simo upselling? That's right. That is also the promo code for our amazing sponsor, The Moonlife Clothing, which you can check them out at all channels. Check them out at themoonlife.com. Check them out on Instagram at themoonlifeclothing and on the Twitter at the underscore moon underscore life. Damn, it's about And if you type in Frat Chat on my OnlyFans, I'll do a little oh, shake yeah. for you. See? Yeah. yeah. But you gotta pay $3.99 for those shakes. Uh, they're they're not cheap, so <laughs> make sure make sure you get them worth I'll it. I'll fart uh, out a golf ball out of my bussy. And that is $5.99. Okay, that's the table. <laughs> that's the, that's the next tier. You gotta level up. That's just how things go. Do you remember when that biz. stripper would um, pick up lifesavers with her vagina? I was like oh, mesmerized, God. like, wow, what a talent. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, like, how does she even figure that out? There was one day, one day was she just naked in her room and dropped a lifesaver and was like, oh, I wonder if I can pick it up with my cooch. Maybe, maybe she had to smuggle it across immigration ones because, you know, they don't let weapons across the border. And so she's like, well, I'm all out of baggage space and little Johnny really needs that lightsaber. Yeah! <laughs> maybe. Dude. <laughs> Man. Oh Lord. So so what's been good with you? I, I feel like I feel like even though we talk every single week, I mean I haven't seen you physically in a room in so long that, you know, uh, especially now that you are uh have been proven to be a terrible American and were swiftly deported along with Alejandro. I uh, hope you guys are okay. Uh <laughs> Alejandro's great lands. Um, you know, how are things? Well well, Alejandro got a perfect score on his citizenship. Unlike me. That's because I actually made sure to tell him to answer the opposite of everything you gave him beforehand. Boy, so I'm so embarrassed. Well. I actually, my mom's a big supporter of the podcast. And I was like, please don't watch this. Week. Please don't listen to this week. Um, I was just so embarrassed because some of my friends even messaged me and they were like, we're so embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, really? Is it that bad? Yeah, I guess so. Now for Christmas, Simo's going to get all the, all encyclopedias as his gifts. That's it. Say, please just learn. History, but U.S. history, the latest edition for Simo. You know what? I took AP U.S. history in high school, and I and I got a five on the test. I remember, I, I think, I think I did. I don't, you know, I... Who knew? I, I'm just. Uh, so do you see? You see? That's why I gave you an oral exam because that's that's how you got that five. You know, it had nothing oh, to do yeah, with the questions Simo. itself. So I figured you'd do fine here, but no, you didn't. So I don't know what to tell you. I oh, I, no. I gave you the rules of the game here. This was this was all yours for the taking. So. Well, my in fault. my defense, having a learning disability, I'm used to taking a test with unlimited time. Oh, so that's my excuse. Oh, so so you see, so 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 going back to the white person blaming the foreigner, ladies and gentlemen. Correct. Uh, for, okay, okay, that's that's how we do things here at the Fragile mm-hmm. Podcast, I guess. Are you are you listening to this, Timmy? Yeah, you see, not cool, not cool. That's why that's why I'm gonna need you to speed up uh, the LinkedIn search for another gay host. Yes, one that is more respectful of me. Yes, thank you. Speed that up. Oh, oh shit, Simo's still on the air. Oh yeah, yeah no, I'm never mind. Here. Just figure out that, Simo. <laughs> I wasn't talking about yeah, you. I'm you still here <laughs> for now. <laughs> <laughs> you. Don't worry. I'll at least keep you around for another two more weeks. It's it's really hard to find someone in coronavirus time. Plus training them, and then you have to have a welcome party when you bring them in for their first day, and then that includes like a welcome breakfast, you know, and some cake and all kinds of things. You know, it's it's a whole thing. So don't worry. <laughs> Are they still listening to us in India? Yeah, they're still listening to us in India. Duh. India loves us, man. Cities all over India, man. Cities like Agra, Kurukshetra, Bengaluru, and Karachi, man. That's right. We're all over the place because they love us. Are you even pronouncing Woo! these correctly? Well, unlike you, I pride myself in being uh, the kind of guy who uh, can pronounce things, Mr. Simo. So, yes, I am pronouncing it correctly. Uh, why don't you check yourself before you wreck yourself and go back to your America score, Mr. 13 out of 20, and then come back and talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's totally what I thought. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. You know what? One of my coworkers was like, I was listening to this other fraternity podcast thinking it was your podcast and i was so embarrassed to tell you that your podcast was boring and i was like oh no no no, no. Oh, all of them yeah. are boring all the fraternity podcasts in the world are boring except for ours they all and there was and in, in, in the off season we actually had an imposter frat chat and this is the oh second time gosh. it's happened and to people like that all i gotta say is just google it just google it people when you want to start your own podcast, you think, oh, it's kind of clever. We're going to name it Fred Chat. There's already one. Damn it. We own all the rights to it. So just save yourself some time and Google it. You will find us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. Carlos rolls it. out his, his foreskin, a.k.a. red carpet, for him and I only. Only. Just us two. This is a two-person float at most. Otherwise, it gets weighted down and it hurts a little bit. So don't forget, only one Frat Chat Podcast and only two people to my red carpet. Uh, and Timmy, Timmy can carry it and help drag it, but he can't be on it himself. There's specific rules about that. Okay, there's a weight capacity here. But I think I've gone too far. So it's time for us to get to it, Mr. Mo. Do you concur, sir? Oh, I'm excited for today. Oh, I'm excited too. In fact, you should feel these nipples. Because we here at the Frat Chat Podcast decided that we're just going to keep giving you the best damn guests that no money can buy because we have no money. But we have great comedian friends. Yes, that's worth more than money. And right here, we have one of the best of them all. And actually, this comedian was introduced to me by Chris Moore over there, my good buddy Simo. So I kind of say, I owe something to Simo over there, which I never thought I would say. But she is hilarious. She's performing really in and out of the city, today. all around. I'm pumped. This one we've been waiting for. This is actually, I have to say, uh, to pull the veil back a little bit, this is the reason why we decided we wanted to have interviews on this show is so we could talk to this next comedian because she is that awesome <laughs> and we love her so much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Frat Chat Podcast, Veronica Garza. Woo-hoo! Hey, YouTube. Yes. Thanks for having me. What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. I'm so excited about this. Uh, this is 
It's gonna be fun. We were gonna have you a year ago, but then someone ate bat soup and the world got flipped upside down. But you were gonna be our first interview a year ago. We talked about it. I remember you kind of you kicked it out. I we have it on our Facebook uh, chat history. You threw the idea out, and I think you know so many things happened. So we we didn't cancel it. We just like most things, we just put everything on hold. Yeah. But I do remember when whenever you guys hit me up to do it again. I remember the conversation we had initially. You asked, "Hey, would you be interested in be on an episode?" And I'm like, "Of course, you two. You know that. Like with you two, of course." Yeah. Wait, wait. What oh, happened thanks. in the last year that we had to put everything on hold? I've uh, I've been uh, drinking heavily for the last 365 <laughs> days, so I, I don't remember anything past the last 15 minutes. That's just kind of how I've been doing it. Things have been getting a little scary for a while, so I decided I'd try to forget what was happening. But then I did it too well, so now I've just kind of forgotten everything. So. Are things okay? Are we okay? <laughs> I cry myself to sleep We're every still. night. Well, that but that you've been doing that for years though. That wasn't yeah. just the last. So what's, what's new though? Yes, what's different? <laughs> <laughs> so, so fun fact about Veronica. I mean, she's a hilarious comedian, but she was also in a sorority, which I actually was I not was. aware of. So. Can you well, tell us? I don't even think the sorority is aware of it anymore. Go ahead, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can you tell us about that? What year was this? When when did it happen? Um, I I pledged uh, in uh, it would be the spring of two thousand four. Nice. Uh, I would shut up. That's when I pledged. Uh, no one cares. Yeah, and I feel <laughs> here's the thing. I think my process was very much different from you all because I was uh, I made the mistake. I joined a, a Latina sorority. Oh shit. Uh, Sigma. I'm gonna call them out. Sigma Lambda Gamma. They're the ones the purple and pink. Okay. Jinx. All right. They're uh, they're a la- la- Latina a is what they call them sorority. <laughs> And uh, I pledged uh, in, yeah, it was spring 2004. I was online for, I remember this, seven weeks, five days, 23 hours, 28 minutes, and 50 seconds. You mean as a pledge? <laughs> but also the terminology is different because we didn't say it online or crossing over. We, we just said pledging and then we, initi- we were initiated. But the, right. but the terminology right. is, 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 uh, is, is interesting. Um, uh, from organization to organization. Right, like Simo didn't call it hazing. Uh, he called it making love, and it was every Tuesdays and Saturdays. But it wasn't with the brothers, though. It was with Justice Creepy Uncle. Uh, it was kind of weird. Right, because we were part of uh, the Panhellenic Council, like the, or as I like to call them, like the, the, uh, like the minority sorority fraternities. Like we were, we were grouped in. It was us and um, the uh, black fraternities and sororities, mm-hmm. which was. Interesting because when I was online uh, for to be a gamma, my roommate uh, she was online, uh, same thing, going through a process to become an AKA, and hers, for those who don't know, Alpha Kappa Alpha, which is the same sorority that Vice President Harris is part of. Uh, Wanda Sykes is also an AKA. Shout out! Didn't you just do? They just call them Alphas. Alphas is there? That's their uh, brother fraternity. That's uh, Alpha Phi Alpha A Phi A, oh. and that's I know that I know that Mike Brown is an Alpha. Oh, go ahead, girl. And I believe uh, I think Clark Jones is also an Alpha. Martin Luther King Jr. was an Alpha, what? which is fun because Coretta Scott King was an AKA. See, I know so much more about them than I know about my actual sorority. <laughs> <laughs> is like, that how the actual advertised <laughs> over to you guys by giving you facts about other fraternities and sororities? You know, and you're like, wait, what about you guys? And they just never get to Who's it. It's like, this? shut Who's up, pledge push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but here's the thing, because my my like their process is so much more intense, I feel. Like um my uh roommate who, I mean, I'm still friends with to this day. I actually messaged her like last week. I was like, did you know Wanda Sykes was an AKA? Cause I was watching some Wanda, Wanda Sykes stand up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, girl, I do this. But anyway, um, when apparently the AKAs a couple years ago, oh, this was, this had to have been uh, late nineties. They had a group that was online or I guess going through the pledging process is kind of like similar to what you would call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this girl actually, they had them at the beach in California and a girl drowned. So the AKAs got in trouble. There was like this national um, like stop, like you couldn't have people go through the process, which I mean, most colleges will call it hazing because we were, it's, it's, it is, it falls under hazing regardless. So they 
what it happened to their process was, and anyone who would show interest in an AKA, they would obviously go to a couple of meetings, meet with the sisters, and then it would be a weekend thing where they would just go through a, like a two-day, a kind of like a workshop, and then they would get their certificate uh, and be part of the sorority. So they, So, of course, that's kind of like, I guess... Some people think of it as not exactly putting in your time or proving, you know, your worth right, to the sorority. Right. So they would call it, uh, they would call it, you pledge by paper is what they would call oh, it. Oh, shit. So, and you know that hurts. So, that hurts. To right. Call that. Yeah. Like that's, you didn't go to the process. That's like in Harry Potter when they call them like mud bloods or something. <laughs> She's like, don't you call me that? Like, yeah, this is, that hurt exactly. me to see it. Like, ooh. So, but the same time ooh. that I was doing my, my pledging, my roommate was doing the same thing, but hers was even more underground. Like everything that they were doing uh was it was uh it was basically against uh all rules nationwide for the chapter so you're not they weren't allowed to say how long they they pledged or on, online all you could say was i got initiated and then you say the date that you were initiated uh-huh. oh. well it keeps it secret That's too because i mean around. technically speaking i mean if you looked at in our fraternity they said nationally they're against hazing but that was like yep Wink, 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 wink. You know, that's oh, like so they can oh, cover yeah. their asses and take your money for dues anyway. I was in the best shape of my life pledging. Let me tell you. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they used to, when, so we would have meetups with our, um, with the sisters, you know, when I was going through the process. It was just me and this other girl, Becca. So that was, that was my line. It, my line sister was one other girl. Only two of y'all? Wow. Yeah, it was so small. I'm, I will tell you so much, because here's the thing. I don't associate with them anymore. It was such a letdown. Can I just tell you, I went in thinking I'm going to network and I'm going to meet, like, other Mexican girls like at my campus or other Latina girls right. and like make friends and they turned out to be like bitches <laughs> and here's the thing they oh, weren't man. even like hot and then I got mad at myself because I, I like I was like man you're part of the like unattractive group <laughs> oh, and no. I I, uh, I got mad about that but also we would need it's funny you say that you were in the best shape of your life because I worked at a gym in college oh. so I worked at the one of the student gyms so I was always working I was in good shape but whenever they would quiz us like at our, you know, your meetups late at night. Like we would have your meetups and you have to answer questions, do right, pushups right. Da, 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 in front of them. They would, they, they got to a point where they stopped asking me to run because they got exhausted of the fact that I never got tired. <laughs> oh, wow. That's the way to do it though. It's like, you wanna, it's like, for me, it was always working out and eating stuff or, and drinking. Like mm-hmm. it would just be like, bring on dude. I would just eat whatever they fed me and I would act like I liked it. So then it's then it takes mm-hmm. the fun out of it. If I'm sitting there squirming, like, oh, this is terrible. They're gonna enjoy it. Meanwhile, I was like, oh, this is delicious. And sometimes I secretly mm-hmm. did like stuff. Like they, they try to feed me uh, sardines with like the honey mustard sauce. And I'm like, man, my mom fed me that shit in Venezuela. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> I loved it. Give me more. You, know, you were a super pledge. I think I was a super pledge too, but I was in recovery from an eating disorder. So like I'm oh, eating wow. whatever and then purging afterwards was like kind of like my hidden talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oh, Veronica, I have a question for you. So so do you have any notable alumni in your sorority that you can think of? Um no, <laughs> other than myself. Let me see. I mean, how do you top that? Where do you go from there? You know, it's like you said the Alphas have Martin Luther King. It's like, well, how how can you top that? They just have Veronica Garza. Good luck. Um, Mm -hmm. I am looking up. They have, there's an actress named Vanessa Vasquez, apparently. Oh. Um, They don't have anything, like, they don't have anybody. Who is she with? East Los High. Oh, she was the one who got, let me, if I'm not mistaken, she was in this Hulu show. But if I'm not mistaken, her character is the one that gets HIV. Everyone who's seen East Los High, it's uh, oh. Vanessa, the one. Um, okay, wrong show. Character's name is also Vanessa on East Los High. East Los High, but she's the only notable one. 
man, I'm glad I like disassociated. They haven't done shit. <laughs> well, at least I noticed now mine when I look back on it, all the notable alumni are like all these like white people. White like, Terry people. Bradshaw, yeah. Ronald Reagan, all these like all white people. Elvis like, oh, Presley. Right. Elvis, yep. <gasps> no way. Really? Elvis. I didn't know he was in a frat. Yep. We we cute. also had Ron Jeremy who nationals won't acknowledge, but Ron Jeremy might be one of the most successful fraternity brothers in the history of oh, that fraternity. God, I mean, just... They won't acknowledge him or he won't acknowledge them? They won't acknowledge him. Yeah, he will wear, like, oh, stuff. Oh, come seen, on! It's, come on, it's Ron Jeremy. But... To be fair, God, just thinking of Ron Jeremy, I can all I can think of at this point of him is just STDs, like just a giant STD. <laughs> like you have to. I like, mean, what frat hasn't been there? That's true. A that's definitely true. cock. Okay, so that's, so that's why Simo gets those checkups once a month. You know, I got to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um. So so Veronica, I saw you did a you. I think wrote produced and directed a show called fire and rain is that what it was called which was yeah. fantastic i saw it it was like there's three acts do you think that you'll be writing a show about your sorority experience at some point can we expect to see that sure. on stage? Holy shit. you know i haven't thought and i've just been looking for random things to write i think you were so right yep. i totally should i I, I think you're right. And it's funny. Well, you remember, you went and saw the play. I couldn't remember everything about my play that I wrote. I should. But uh, one of my characters was like the finance bro. And I based him off of like basically a frat bro. Oh, really? Yeah. And when I told Sarah Kennedy, I'm like just a fraternity dude who, of course, went to finance, which the, I assume those two go hand in hand. Yeah, and it pretty seems much. like they do. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny you say that. I thought you were going to ask about like the frat bro thing, but it was the finance bro. Same, same guy. Same guy. They just, are you know, literally the same guy. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Exactly. Same guy. They joined the frat so they can network into getting that finance job. That is what they do. It's, they it's, did. <laughs> they did. No, you're completely it right. Works. But I definitely should. Um, I think I um I've I think you're right because they, they don't exactly have a, a story out there, especially the like Latina sorority. I was they just don't about to say. Any type of sor- any type of story. And it was funny. And I mean I I I had fun and it just, they, they became like, it, w- it became a bit annoying when I joined it. I thought I knew everything mm-hmm. and um, it's just, they, they ended up coming off a, a little bit more angry than I expected. I'm like, I'm a, I thought I was your sister now. Right, uh, and right. they were just treating me like a stepsister. Oh. Um, well, well the, but, even that goes into the story too, because if you think about it, you know, you join this sorority and the fact that you end up not even liking all the way, but it also... It's not like they were like a bunch of Latina sororities for you to choose from necessarily either. You, right. you kind of get stuck with the one and that's it, you know? So they the, were the only one. So yeah. then you, that is such yeah. a layer yeah. into the story, you know what I mean? It's like everybody else got choices, but then you get the one and it's like, fuck, and it's the one that sucks. And you come into it thinking about it like, you know, you're talking about the alphas. They had Martin Luther King. You're like, yes. That's some badass notable alumni. What is my sorority? Who are going to be my notable alumni? And then you're like sitting there Googling like, well, I think it's a character that had HIV on that show. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, here's the thing. She wasn't even famous yet. She wasn't even famous yet. Oh, that's even worse. (laughs) Nobody. nobody. At that point, nobody. Nobody. I'm an idiot. That's what I get. I was 19. Obviously, your sorority was the Latina sorority, but did you have any other reputation um, as a sorority? Like, for example, like our fraternity, our motto was like all about fun. So we were, we were known mm-hmm. for throwing great parties. I think we were known for having lots of hair products because we were definitely a little <laughs> too into our appearance. Uh, Super Metro. Uh, Where to make it sound like an episode of a Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. But also being kind of dorky. Like, we, were, we, we weren't necessarily, like, the cool guys. It was all about, like, being a little cheesy and, you know. I mean, if you look at me, I kind of yeah. fit right into it. Like, it's not like a... Definitely not like a stereotypical frat where I fit right into the the party scene, but for the most part, I'm not like, "What's up, bros? Let's go party, eh?" You know, like I don't know. That's I don't know if that was my frat bro impression. Sounded more like a drunk Canadian. I don't know what what happened with that, (laughs) but. You know, I feel like that's that's kind of what we were. Did you guys have something like that that people knew you as on campus? They didn't have. I don't think. I think they were known as the like the Latina sorority. They weren't known for being like poor. I think they. But here's the thing: because um, 
we were grouped in with like the black sororities and fraternities. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like anything that we did, like uh, if there was step shows, like we were not gonna step better than any of the black sororities. Oh, hell no, like, definitely Like that was a no. given. And they would try, they're like, guys, let's try and let's practice. And I, I, I was very vocal. And I told them, we are not good. Um, <laughs> like, like, like we, like, you know, like, you know, we do our rhythm, but we were not gonna, I was just not about embarrassing myself. And we're not steppers, and, you know, our dancing isn't yeah, step we're based. Not. It's hips, man. It's like, that's all in the hips, right. baby. We can't win yeah, a step so contest. We were not. Out of our league. Yeah. It was just more like, guys, we, we, we weren't known, we weren't known for that. I would honestly, I, they weren't known for anything like phenomenally well i mean it was just oh that's the latina sorority right. and there was a lot of people going oh yeah that's a gamma or them going oh i didn't know we had that <laughs> the, um, uh, did you guys wear <laughs> leggings and ugg boots oh no no we were not part of those what did we call the 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 serostitutes or um yes. uh, <laughs> yeah and what else was the other word well here's the thing that was my freshman year it was uh fall 2002 and um we we had a Really, we had a large, a good enough uh, amount of sororities and fraternities that were traditional sororities and fraternities there too that had houses and stuff like that. And there were the girls. Um, I, I don't think the girls weren't allowed to live there until their sophomore year, but the guys were allowed to move in uh, freshman year, of course, when you know, with pledging and everything. Right. Um, but the, you would see the girls, I think someone called them Oompa Loompas once because <laughs> they would. Gained their freshman 15. They were orange from the spray tan. Oh, yeah. And their hair was always dyed. They were like, they would dye it so blonde sometimes it was like, is it green? My and they eyes! had the Uggs on. You're right. <laughs> so it literally looks like the front row of a MAGA rally. If you guys went on, uh, for you oh young guys gosh, that weren't around, it's like, it's the, just to paint you a picture. Those girls, most of them grew up, and there they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yep. like the spray yep. tan thing was such a big thing. And it was like, I look back on pictures and literally half my friends that were girls look like the cast from the Jersey Shore. It's like, what the fuck were we thinking? So it, orange. Yeah. So orange. But that was, that was a look. <laughs> I didn't want them coming to my Bad apartment because look. I didn't want their spray tan to rub off on my Stain? furniture. <laughs> 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 and even then, some of us were, uh, some of them were, uh, we're not even just spray tan. It was like fake tanning, going into the booth and letting it fucking burn you. Right. And then six years later, it's like, everybody has skin cancer. How did that happen? I wonder skin how. cancer. Or they look 40. <laughs> well, they look horrible. You know what happened to me, right? Oh, yes, I what? do. I know what happened to you. You can tell the story. I don't think you've ever said it on air. So I don't know if I've ever talked about what? this. I went indoor tanning on the stand-up bed, and my ponytail was starting to sag a bit. I had long hair. I went to readjust my ponytail. Oh. It got sucked up in the fan of the tanning bed. Oh. I turned the machine oh off, thankfully. God. And this I was screaming. I was butt naked. I cried. I even peed myself. I was so scared. Definitely a little poo. You should. Yeah, rightfully so. Oh, my God. So this little girl that worked <laughs> so you there at LA Tan, um, I uh, burst, into, <laughs> burst into my room and had to cut me out. And I was hysteric. Oh, and you just naked there. That's, that's oh, why sorry. Steve got a haircut. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why did he cut his hair? And it's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Is that why you were hesitant to grow it out? I remember every time I'd be like, you should grow it out again. And you would always say something along the lines of, I really want to. And then it would just, you would kind of drift off. I didn't know there was actual trauma. Oh, man. Yeah, most, trauma. People don't oh, get to, don't, most people don't get to relive their day of birth and feel like Simo did. You know, just covered in goo oh and gosh. pee and crying and naked. <laughs> I was sitting in the lobby holding a clump of hair in my hand. And this little girl that worked there was like, uh, we closed like 20 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. I know. I just, okay. Thank you. Did you have the little sunglasses on to cover your eyes when she came to get you? Yeah. <laughs> the little ass tiny ones. You look like Morpheus in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. It is what it is. You know what I mean? It did me a favor. I, I finally cut all that hair off it. I, I, and then I became a real boy. That's what we tell people. Fake tanning is dangerous, and that's why. Yep. Yes. Fake tanning kills. It was like an episode of Final Destination. Oh, like a scene God, from I'm that crying. <laughs>
<laughs> it really was. Oh my god, that's terrifying. So actually, Simo screams is a good segue to this next question. Uh, did you guys have any chance in your sorority? If so, do you remember any? I don't remember any of the chants. Let me see if I can look them up. But I do remember, uh, uh, what's it called? Like our, um, we gave like a call. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you know how like AKAs, like they'll say Skiwi and yep, yep. Um, like different, like their little, their little calls, like they would say like to like rep themselves, like whenever, whatever, at, uh-huh. like a party or something. They would say, um, it would say it was like it would go like oh or something uh and it's like a fucking when i heard it i'm like that's a bird call that's a bird uh no one's gonna answer that right (laughs) (laughs) apparently so i i'm also going to share this they don't like to tell people what it is i'll tell you what it is they're saying iowa which is there where where they the chapter was founded it was founded at the ah. university it was founded at iowa city and at the university of iowa in like 1990 but so they say iowa that's probably the kind of thing where they felt so cool when they did it but it's actually so stupid <laughs> i had no idea that. no most people don't and i'm like no i will I, t- I was telling leslie i'm like i'm gonna sell out today <laughs> uh but yeah that's what they're saying what are they gonna what are they gonna do come after me tell us all their secrets <laughs> They're not going to refund me my $35? Like, come on. <laughs> Damn, you have to pay 35 We have to pay like 300 No, I think I, it was thirty. It was like 35 and then it was like 175 or something. Oh, okay. um, but I was say, maybe they, like maybe the they charge time. you for the for the notable alumni, you know, and says, <laughs> yes, they have it. <laughs> nah, they, need, they need one. Uh, they need one so badly. Oh, God. So you hear that, SNL? Uh, Veronica Sorority needs a notable <laughs> alumni, so call her. This is the time. Ask me for my reel. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so do you remember um, any of your, like, rush events? So, because I'm assuming that you probably have, like, formal rush on campus for, like, a week. You get to meet all the different sororities or something. So there there was that um i did not go to those i remember that there was there was like a rush week where you would go and you would uh if i'm not mistaken this is more of the, the white sororities because we didn't have a house because all the all the um like our the section the panhellenic group that we were part of we they did not have a house or not a little um but so they had informationals and then they would kind of get your email and kind of start you know a rapport with you and then invite you to you know their their uh, service events or their outings um, and things like that, and then you would uh, kind of go from there. And then eventually, we had uh, a weekend, and that was when they extended the bid. And if I accept accept the bid, then I would go online uh, to pledge, and then that would have been you know a two month process. For the record, when you say informationals, all I can think of is like the real world uh, confessionals. And so I imagine like you introducing <laughs> yourself to these girls and then they immediately go into the room and be like, I fucking hate this girl. Okay, she's uh-huh. such a bitch. <laughs> Hi. I think I would be a good addition to Sigma Lambda Gamma because I'm just like very easygoing. Uh, a lot of people say I'm the life of the party and I want to make some like some friends. I feel like that's the kind of shit I would have said. Yeah, and then, um, and then quick cut to some mean story. <laughs> girl can you believe she said she was the life of the party as if ew, ah! Fuck her. <laughs> and it was just like a little informational they, they would have um just you know a couple of the sisters would be kind of like run a conference room and you would go and you would just kind of hear what their intent was as a sorority like what kind of like message they were trying to bring to the campus about themselves uh what they focused on you know like what kind of service work they did and things like that but never the notable alumni. Um, just not. <laughs> it wasn't. I was like trying to get through all of that because I wanted to like network, and I was thinking, oh, then I would, you know, know people that I could, you know, party with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only a few of them like really ever wanted to get hyped when we went out. Yeah, and that's that's literally the reason why I joined a fraternity. It was like totally. I mean, the networking yeah. was awesome, and then the notable alumni thing actually did sell me. I was like, wow, look at all these rich white people. Maybe, maybe I can get a job. I remember they were like, you know, but it was the party. Like, our fraternity, we get the hottest chicks. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she was like, great. Yay. Nice. They're so pretty. Maybe they'll, they'll let me braid their hair. 
I was gonna say he's like sweet girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god. And now, as far as the pledging, you alluded to it that uh, the girls had a hard time hazing you. So, was there anything in particular that you thought was hard, or were you, were you able to kind of kick their ass a little bit? Was there like a particular like event that you were like, "This sucks"? Um, they would. Here's the thing. So we would have to go. What would they call it? On set? Is that what you'd call it? I think you would call it on set. They would. They would have you on set that night. Is what they oh. called it. And it would be you know anywhere between 11 p.m. And 1 a.m. Uh, random nights of the week, and you, you know, there were certain things you had to wear. Um, it sounds like Simo's fluffer job. You know, he's also required right? on set random yeah. times. Of the- 1 a.m. <laughs> shut up! Don't say shit. <laughs> we told you to wear that shirt, yeah. pretty. <laughs> no, it was uh, they. Um, they would sometimes once. Uh, once they picked us up and they they would blind they had us blindfolded. This one uh, sister had a, this big like Yukon like fucking SUV, and we had to be in the back. And they would just ask random questions, mm-hmm. and it'd be like, "What what 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 animal is sister so and so's favorite animal?" And uh, you would go, and you would have to guess, and be like, "Oh, I think maybe they like a giraffe. Why would they like a giraffe?" And I'd always be like, because they both got long necks. Uh, they didn't like it. They hated me. They hated when I would say shit like that. Veronica would come in with a type five. <laughs> I was fucking, I was crushing some nights because I'm like, you know what? They, they, if I knew if I didn't laugh, they wouldn't say shit. This was even before stand up was like even in my head, you know? Right. But I was like, yeah, because they both got long necks. <laughs> I remember, they would be like, well, what sound does a giraffe make? And I'm like, who the fuck knows what kind of sound a giraffe makes? Yeah, right. uh, so there'd be a lot of that. Um, we used to have to, oh, this was annoying. When you went into a room with, like, especially when you showed up on set, you had to whisper a particular thing into every single one of their ears. Oh, man. Sounds creepy. Which is like a greeting you had to say that. And that's creepy. That's weird. Um, they would uh, have us, you know, run in place. A lot of, like, you know, saying the Greek alphabet. Um just do 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 just like keep saying it. A lot of trivia. Like we had to yeah. say it three times before a match burnt out, or then we got punished. Oh, oh wow. wow! See, I was really fast when I said it. I really can't remember. But then they would be like, "Now say it backwards," and then I just started saying it backwards, and like that's enough. And then they stopped having. What they would do is we would have to race sisters. Like you would say it, and you're like, "Can you say it faster, the sister so and so?" And I'm, you guys know this. I'm competitive. Like I'm an right. athlete. I would I would crush them each time. Also, I talk <laughs> fast. So each time, so they quit that because I kept beating them. Yeah, of course. You're 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 beating the yeah. game. You can't you can't beat the game. We're supposed to lose, you right? And my sorority sister, she and I was, and so, but they would just like get. They would just be annoying. It was just annoying sometimes the shit they would say. But so they stopped letting me run. But then when we started having to carry bricks around with us, Wait, we'd have certain A bricks around with us brick? all the time. You carry wow. bricks, and they would just make you. That's crazy. Yeah, and so we didn't even have to do that. So that's you, intense. So we would have a brick that we had to carry around with us all the time. There's a t-shirt we had to wear all the yep, time under all of our clothes. And there was um, a brick you had to carry around all the time. And so if after a while, whenever um, you messed up, they would get the brick. God damn, the brick. <laughs> you get the brick pledge here. And you would have to hold it out. And, um, you know, they would just have you like do a squat and hold out the brick yep. and then they'd ask your sorority like your, your or whoever's online with you questions and if they don't answer right you have to keep they'd be like well if you don't answer right um uh you know their their answering correctly was uh was uh would affect how long you would be holding up that brick right exactly and then and then did they make you be like like apologize to your pledge sisters for fucking them because that's what they yeah. make us do. It's like, yeah, you're screwing them. Ah. <laughs> this this is yeah, so random. God. But when I was in school, we had it for like home ec or family studies. We had a Steve always brings it back to family studies. Flower. <laughs> as if it was a baby Mm -hmm. and I left it on the bus and I failed and I cried and cried and cried. (laughs) You're a bad father. (laughs) They'll bring that up in the adoption one day. Well, my baby was a brick. (laughs) I know. Jeez Louise. But but Carlos, we had to carry around a a notebook and the last page had to have porno in it. And yes, we had to did. carry around cigarettes what? in case a brother saw us on campus and we had to light a cigarette for them. And the pledge book and the pledge book as well. Yeah, the and pledge book on had Mondays, to be in a certain we had to hand. dress up. So I have a question. Yeah, what's that? Did so 
people knew that you all were in line, right? That yeah. you were guys were going through the process, right? So we weren't allowed to tell anyone and people weren't allowed to know that we were. To be honest, half of the fun was like showing off to like girls that I was pledging. And I couldn't have done that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know that I would have wanted to. Right? <laughs> Like, that would have been. I, got, that, I, I thought the point was so people knew. Like, yeah, it was so stupid. It's like, but nobody can know. Like, this is fucking stupid. Right. Now I want people to know I'm like eating Doritos off the floor and oh, like totally. wearing and, ugly shit for a reason. And they would be like, you know, you can't tell people when the events are. But at the same time, if you leave mm -mm. Tuesdays and Saturdays at the same fucking times every single yep. week for eight weeks and then you show up with a brand new letters <laughs> i think they can guess you know totally. it's not that hard right <laughs> yeah and my uh what is it called and so but my my roommate she was online and i was both online so we kind of both were aware of each other like i'm like hey you know becca that would be like my that was my line sister you know she would have to come and stay over some nights and i would have to go stay over at her place it was like part of the you're supposed to you know this like your line brothers you have right. to know everything about right. them you have to like be spending 24 7 with there were 16 other. of us so, so i had to know so much shit about all these kids but literally like i'm still best right? friends with half of the kids there and i was like groomsmen at some of their weddings and stuff because you know so much yeah. about them it's like okay <laughs> i've been there yeah right and and then um and my roommate it was the same thing she's like oh well you know deanna deanna that was the one of her one of her good friends uh she would have awesome. to stay over she's like oh she has to stay over tonight and i'm like yeah i don't care she's like oh we're gonna like we have to rehearse da, 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 da. i'll be like, all right cool i just i wouldn't tell anybody and it was nice at least we both knew about each other's right. stuff well that's nice that's cool now, with that being said, is there a particular sister that was super mean to you? Oh, man. Let me look for the list of these bitches. <laughs> uh, Let the roasting I can, begin. I can, yeah, Let buddy. me see. Because my, my, uh, my line sister, I think it's, let me see if I can find her. It's Rebecca Orozco. And her, let's see. Her, let's see. The old head. So her older sister, who till this day, I believe is gay. Oh. Um, <laughs> I do believe her older sister, uh, Felicia, Felicia Rusk, because oh she had this like she was she was so dyky. Now that I look back at it, I'm like she was gay. And then let's see, I think there's one Ida something. She was mean to me. Maritz, this one girl Maritzia, she like tried to get in a fight with me once. And I'm just like, what's y'all's deal? Yeah, what uh, the they, fuck? Were, they were, they were ang, they were all, and I was, they were all Mexicans. They're all very angry Mexicans, and uh, I kind of was like, this, this sorority isn't that great. Okay, so uh, if these were, girls were listening right now, what would you say to them? I mean, I'm looking at their photos now. I, they're all very unattractive. <laughs> and they, uh, um, I'm going to be honest, like, if not for that sorority, they aren't attractive enough to get in other ones. Uh, I have no problem saying that. Uh, they just were not nice. They were horrible. And, you know, it was the Midwest. Of course, they thought they were the shit, you know? Oh, wait, what college did you go to again? University of Kansas. Kansas. Uh, so they were like a Midwest 10, you know, over here would have been like a New York 6, you'd think? Maybe 5? <laughs> they were like a, like a, they were Midwest sixes oh, like i was i was in college i was in my awkward phase you know i, I had braces weird i hadn't grown into what oh i am just like see oh my gosh what a fucking nerd chris what a fucking nerd oh my god that's so funny <laughs> this just made my I was life like, hey brothers where's the party where's all the hot girls <laughs> Old school Chris is back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, I love that so much. And so, I mean, I feel like you gotta just tell them, Bye, Felicia. You and your long neck, get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I said that, and they're like, Why would you call her? They both got long necks, and they were just like, They told me they're like, My, my, um like pledging mom the one who i would like you know that would kind of help me during the process that i would ask questions to and kind of like would give me guidance she was like we, there was times where i was trying hard not to laugh at what you were saying oh that's and the highest like, price right, you could get though like i didn't i didn't yeah. but i didn't know that and like you know i didn't know about being funny or anything like that i was just like yeah fuck these hoes like i'll say this well i'm not gonna lie I, I one of the reasons why i started thinking about stand-up was because of the stuff that i would do in the fraternity too i, I got to run the pledge process and it was literally like being up there and get to improv my own 
show. I'd crack jokes, I'd do things, and it, it was yeah. It's your stage, right? It was my stage. It's one of the things that, in, in hindsight, got me rolling. It's like, well, you know what? Maybe I, I could pursue some entertainment stuff. And one of the reasons I even did it to begin with was because I was ashamed to pursue acting or comedy or anything in the entertainment side because I was always told that oh, you got to get a corporate mm-hmm. job, a normal job, you know, something like that. So I was like, well, if I do it as part of this, then you know, it, it doesn't count. I can, I can still do it. And little did I know, here I am now. See, and here's it. I, I kind of saw that too in retrospect because they, one of the things they used to do when we would have to go on set is they would play this game called remote control. And so it was, they would pretend to have a remote control and they would point it at you and they would say a channel and you had to pretend it. So they would go like, you know, Animal Planet. And I would pretend to be like James Irwin. Oh yeah, that's improv. Or Steve Irwin. Oh, yeah. Steve Irwin. Yeah, that was improv. <laughs> Steve Irwin. And they're like, oh, you know, so and so, you know, Univision, so and so, so and so, this. And I was, they were like, they loved when I did. They stopped doing it because they were like, no, they're having too much fun with that. Uh, of um, course. Like, they'd be like, oh, you can entertain me. Um, am I like fucking clown? But now I'm like, yeah. Where's, <laughs> where's the mic? Uh, book me. Yeah. I'll, I'll totally take the booking. I don't care now. But um, that was. In retrospect, yeah, I remember yeah. enjoying that one particular part. I remember even my line sister saying, that's so fun when you do it. And I remember I didn't, it didn't hit me like that was improv. I didn't know what improv was. I didn't know about acting. I didn't know about any of that, but I had right, right. so much fun in that little tiny part. And I mean, granted, I will give them that. That's the one place where I learned that. Right. And it's the think about it, like... When, when you are acting, one of the toughest things to do is to let go. When someone says, do an accent, for example, and people are watching, people freak out and freeze. Right. So they secretly trained you to be able to just let go of that and make yourself look silly and, and, and in order to entertain. And that's like a tough thing to do, you know, so yep. especially yeah. for a comedian, you know, so you got to give them that. At least they hooked it up and gave you some I free improv. I had jump on the tables in the dining hall <laughs> and, and do an impression of Rafiki from The Lion King. Um, oh, my God. Cool. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> They're in what front of loser. all the girls. <laughs> They're like, hey, watch what Simo can do. Hey, Simo, do the do Rafiki here on this on this uh, lunch table. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Would you do Rafiki now? Because now I kind of want to see it. It's, 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 it's purely to... physical. So when I when I see you next at Broadway Comedy Club, I'll show it to you. Okay, oh, great. <laughs> now uh, you mentioned that you thought uh, one of their sisters was in the closet. Was was anybody out open, or was that totally taboo then? No, there were none. And I mean, you know, that you kind of wish there were or that I knew that was aware of it. Well, oh, no. So this is what they told me. The one, um, Belisha, the one that I told you that my line sister's older sister that was also um, in the sorority that that I told you was totally gay. There were rumors that she was gay with the I think the girl's name was Maritza, the one I mentioned that pushed me. That the that they were together. They lived together in Kansas City. Oh, it's such a specific rumor too. Kind of like it. It's hard to run away from it when it's that specific. <laughs> so that explains maybe maybe the meanness because we had uh, Liz Glazier on. And she was talking about how she herself actually outed a girl once for being a lesbian uh, <laughs> before Rush. So the girl didn't get a bit to her sorority. And at the time, Liz was obviously in the closet for being a lesbian herself. <laughs> so you never know. <laughs> you never know who's going to out you. It's like, yeah, people keep saying that my sister is gay. And they're th- I'm like, now in retrospect, I'm just thinking, yeah, your sister is gay. Like, she's totally <laughs> yeah. gay. Well, it's like, it's so like when Zemo came out of the closet. Uh, you know, we've shared this on the show. Some brothers actually turned their back on him, and it was like, "What? How? Why? We? How did you not know?" Like I knew it's when Zemo like told me, knew, it was like, "What?" But once it's yeah. like solidified, once it's like out in the open, it's like I guess they they were afraid that they were going to be called gay by associations. So I was like, "But it's like what? It's like it doesn't being. work that way. Right? It's not contagious, it's not, guys." Not what it's like. like. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Oh god. And if and again, literally like the I felt like the entire world knew. And then all of a sudden he says it and it's like an uproar. Nah, get out of here. Get out they were like, here. What? Like, before. I was like, hello, look at my <laughs> <Yeah>. hair. <laughs> he was our dance instructor, guys. Like he, <laughs> what did you think he what? <laughs> I had I would I would come to the the fraternity house with like my modeling book and be like, look at these devoto sheets I just did, you know. Oh yeah. Naked. <laughs> 
and, and, and like, yeah, very naked, very Look naked. That's how I met Simo. Are you and proud I, of me? I was like, please stop showing me these. Like, what the fuck? That's so funny. <laughs> no, oh I, I have God. a question about Kansas. Is is I I my assumption is that it's not necessarily like safe to be out in Kansas. Is is Kansas um, pretty progressive? I would say where I was at was a very much a typical college town, Lawrence, uh, Kansas. It's a little bit more open-minded um, as opposed to definitely as opposed to the rest of the state. It was very much the typical college town. Liberal uh, is the best way to explain it. I mean, it was super gay. What's it? Um, was he gay? Hold up. Let me look up before I... Uh say so, do you, so is that do you have like a gay book or something is that what you keep looking into it's a, a little black book really, gay no a year <laughs> Jared johnson uh gay uh yes <laughs> i don't know if i'm not uh oh yeah um langston hughes li- lived there okay oh and it's oh. rumored that he was gay um so i was gonna say i know there was a queer writer but it was it's uh rumored that uh that he was gay yeah but he lived there, and I mean, I felt like he wouldn't have lived there if it's. It was also known for being like a. It was like a, Kansas. Obviously, was a free state during the Civil War. No attention, so, you know, Missouri was a slave state, and Mr. Lawrence was like where one of the main battles happened, where people were actually fighting for freedom. Um, so it represents a little bit more open mindedness as opposed to like K State, which was in Manhattan, Kansas, which uh, very much what you would expect of Kansas. Uh, agriculture, blah, 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 like a little bit more, I would say more Bible. Are there any gay bars that were off campus? No, there were no gay bars. But then again, I didn't know because I wasn't out to myself yet either. So Mm. uh, I once I did go to a bar with some friends, though, and someone made a mistake and thought I was the Mexican lesbian from the rowing team. And I took the free drinks. I took the free drinks. I was like, you guys think I'm, of course you gotta take it. I told my, my, my friends, they go, you're, they think you're, I go, they think I'm Sonia. Cause she was my RA one year. They think I'm Sonia. I am not. Uh, but, uh, there, I mean, if someone was gay, uh, it was kind of, I mean, it was either they were out or they were, not out in any way whatsoever because I know I knew a guy that was in a frat who came out later when he came to New York City but he was such a man whore in his uh, he was such a typical frat bro yeah I guess that, that's that's how you uh that's how you cover you know right like now. you know that's that's you lay cover like, yep. like for me personally I'm, I'm still dating Julie you know no one knows I mean I <laughs> muff dived like a champ and I'm embarrassed it's true he does and he is. I was chomping on Chocho like a fucking champ. I mean, I was all, I had my face in like stubby vagina. Like, ugh. So disgusting. And I'm so sorry to Did all Did you cry girls. after? Simo be in the shower after like, why? I must be queen. I do remember guys telling me like, yeah, apparently like Simo is great with girls. He, 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 he's really good at going down on them. Get the Simo tutorial. And I looked at Simo and was like, that guy? I don't think so. <laughs> also, if you want to learn how to suck a dick, ask Simo. Simo, Simo. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> He's got the master class by now. He's been doing it for years. No. It's great. <laughs> I have a patented technique. Yeah. Only on his OnlyFans, you guys. Check it out. It's available right now. <laughs> Totally. Now here's another one for you. You said that you wanted to uh, party a lot in college. Did you get to be a partier? If so, could you handle your liquor? And do you have any fun college stories from back in the um, day? I, I will. Tell us about it. I um, I I didn't drink because I I had a I had to get put on some medication when I like was first of drinking age, so I couldn't drink for a little bit. But then I I had went to Mexico for a couple months, and I drank. Oh, this was my dude. junior year. And so I wouldn't drink that. I didn't drink that much. Um, but uh, after I um, I went to Mexico and I found out like, oh, you know what? I can drink. So when it, by the time my senior year came around, my braces came off. Yo, that bitch could not be stopped. Uh, <laughs> I, was, yes. I, was out, I was out there in my, check it out. I was out there in my, in my flip flops, in my, uh, what is it? Pencil skirt from American Eagle and like my oh, tank top yes. from, from Abercrombie, like yes. crushing beers. Like I have my that's like my good friend who I used to go out with, my friend Kelly, Kelly Steinley. Like that's 
we talk like once a month. We are still friends to this day. Aww. And our, my, our favorite, we worked at the rec center together and it would be Friday, Saturday nights. And I'm like, what are we, what are we doing tonight? She goes, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll pick you up around maybe 9, 30, 10. And, you know, we, we both worked at the rec center. So, you know, I'd go home, nap, eat, change. And I remember my favorite thing she would ever say to me was she'd pick me up. She's like, guy, I just I just popped a codeine. We got to get to the bar in 20 minutes. Oh, shit. And <laughs> we would just like go to bars and then just like get some Burger King and go home. Uh, and, you know, just meet random people like just on those type of little adventures. I mean, that's college. Uh, because I, because I yep. worked at the recreation Booze center. BK. Like I ended up knowing like a lot of people because if I was out, people would always come up to me. Oh, you work at the rec. Yeah. Oh, right. hey, my, that's such you a know, and that was, that was a great way to meet people. Like so after that, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, we had like actual D1 players at our school, but yeah, people would go, Oh, Hey Veronica, you know, like the, the bouncers would obviously were students at the school and they would always be in the weight room and I was in charge of the weight room. So it's like, oh, hey, V, like, you know, don't wait in line or go inside or go to or here's this pass so you don't have to pay for beer tonight. All right, cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate hookup. Once you're in, in a college town, once you're in with a security guard or a bartender, yeah. then you're pretty much just the king or queen among peasants. Yeah. Everybody else is a bunch of losers. So look at me. I can get a $2 tab regardless when they of what would I be order. Like, <laughs> yeah. Suckers. Yeah. And it's true. And whenever, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, there's beer specials tonight. But here we have a keg in the back that we're drinking from you can get the keg nice yeah I'll, I'll do that it was it was fun and i mean i i mean i did my time where you know it was it was my senior year so i mean i got drunk i didn't get too wasted i mean the day of my graduation i got pretty wasted of course well that's what you um, do <laughs> but nothing too like great like i feel like i just got typical college drunk yeah i was plastered for mine for sure but i don't remember you know. any weekend of college. <laughs> I don't remember, but I, I feel like, I mean, I can, if I concentrate, if I'm like, oh, I don't remember every weekend. I remember certain things, but uh, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't like, I don't remember 22 through 25, but I wasn't, I wasn't in college then. I already finished school. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, 22 to 25 were wild for me too. They, they were what fun. The I'm like, you shouldn't remember those, but yeah. I do remember <laughs> we sometimes, sometimes uh, like, you know how sometimes the power goes out. And so when the power went out or, or if there was a storm, like we wouldn't have class the next day and yeah. everyone would just get wasted and we just start I playing drinking games and uh, I mean, we would just be doing shots of like bourbon and uh, chasing it with Smirnoff ice. Uh, that sounds like alcohol poisoning. If uh, alcohol poisoning was a person, for sure. <laughs> My junior year of college, there was uh, a storm. I think this was like 2004, 2005. Was, they called it Snowpocalypse. And we literally had two entire weeks off school because there was so much <laughs> snow. And all the roads were closed. And I, I drove a Jeep Wrangler at the time. So literally just packed all my friends then um, bought as much beer as we could and then we went to a house one of the frat houses and we just stayed there for the entire two that weeks like so just fun. partying essentially it yeah. was actually awesome so that flashback just totally came to me from your story so so many good memories inside that i actually don't remember most of but it was good it was <laughs> veronica i want to tell you that What's so up? i didn't work at the rec center so i was i wasn't a okay. local celebrity but the, the, at the beginning of the semester, I was in this little like play that's part of freshman orientation. And it's a play, a little skit about date rape. And my character was the one that oh recorded my gosh. it. And so I would um, uh, like, you know, meet people or, or we'd be rushing, you know, a freshman and they would be like, do you look familiar? Are you that guy from that skit? And I'd be like, mm, maybe, but it was so embarrassing. <laughs> You're the rape guy. Simo just didn't want to be a narc. That's all it was. He just didn't want to be a narc. Like, I didn't say anything. I swear to God, you guys, it wasn't me. I was the narc. Oh, well, at least maybe you got guy. to sign a couple autographs, you know? So, yeah, can you sign my penis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me hold the marker with my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and whoops, I dropped my marker. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so oh, um, uh, so just I guess to, to wrap things up, um, I, I I know what my idea of like Greek life was before pledging, and I don't think that necessarily coincided with what you know my idea was. But but um, I'm getting the sense that maybe your idea of sorority life didn't quite match what really transpired. Uh, do do you think that sorority life in reality lived up to your expectations? No, I, w I definitely would say it didn't. 
Um, I think I went in, you know, I did, I definitely did not have the experience I anticipated, which sucks. Um, but also part of it is not, I mean, I would say most of it doesn't fall in my hand. I mean, I didn't know like these girls at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, most sororities are fake, but these girls were like fake. Like it was a totally different thing. Like they just, after a while I found they were just trying to keep recruiting. They're like, Oh, we need this, this just like, you know what? You guys should fail. This thing sucks. Um, they weren't, they just didn't have the, best like even going out with like partying they weren't they didn't have the best attitude uh and that that does suck that i didn't meet that and just like that that group i mean had i i'm glad i did it so that i know like when i talk shit i'm like no i have reason about like sorority girls <laughs> you know i'm like no i try i tried the experience it, it sucks it didn't meet up to it uh so yeah i would agree that it, it wasn't exactly but i mean i i don't know maybe maybe there's something i could have done different but i'm uh yeah it wasn't what i thought it would be well, if it makes you guys feel better, I had a great time during my fraternity <laughs> experience. So uh, I hope you did. <laughs> it was a wonderful if, time. It if you, wouldn't if change you had it, more pledge sisters, it would be different. Like, if you had a, a definitely group of people, I think it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yep. I was going to say definitely. that definitely played into it. it. It was the fact that it was just two of you. I mean, God, how much can you learn about one person? It was right. two of you. You know, it's like yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. But for me, there were 16 of us in my pledge class. So I didn't necessarily like a lot of the older brothers when I got in. But knowing that when you have 16 in a group of 50 people, that's yep. you can change things around. And then you can recruit yep. whoever you want and make things be more in line with what it is you want. And that's what we did. So yep. I was able to at least wield some change and make it more enjoyable and more open and more and cooler towards other people than what it was. So, right. I mean, what, meanwhile, when you have a pledge class of two, what really can you do? What, what Carlos, you do? Yep, was, right. was um, Bryce D***s in your um, pledge class? Ooh. No, he wasn't. He was the one before. Thank you very much. Oh, because Veronica, one of our fraternity brothers um, went to jail for soliciting sex from a minor, and he was a cop. In a, in, a, in a Target <gasps> parking lot. <laughs> oh, shit. Was this like a recent thing? Obviously, Pretty recent. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and to spill a little tea, that Target was actually literally like five-minute drive from my parents' house, where I actually grew up and went to high school. So oh I I bought my PlayStation 2 at that Target. I didn't, I didn't know these uh, <laughs> things occurred there. I think, <laughs> I think that this guy's own team busted him. He was busted by his own colleagues. Yeah, no, wow. For being a repo. So um, <laughs> there's always one. What are you going to do, right? <laughs> Veronica, if you could do it over again, would, would you um, pledge a different sorority? Oh, yeah. I would totally... I would do a different one. I would not do, I would definitely try to like do the actual traditional, you know what I mean? Right, cause that's kind of why I did it too. You know, like I was like, I, I don't know. I just felt like I, I wanted to just see what the traditional uh, experience was like and see if I like that, you know, I don't, I don't know. I felt like it was good. Yeah. And, and it helped me to stand out in a way, you know, cause it was, like I said, it was, I was surrounded by all these white kids and then me like, yep. oh, hey, I'm from Venezuela. So it allowed me to be different and no one mm -hmm. could judge me on being too Spanish or not Spanish enough. I set my own mold, know. you know, which, which I liked. So I'd be, I'd be a tried out with uh, Liz. Yes. <laughs> and you'd kick ass, I tell you. <laughs> so now before we get you out of here, let the people know where they can follow you on all social channels. This is your time. If you want to say hi sure, to Abuelita, sure. this is the time as well. <laughs> Go for it. Please, yeah, look for just Veronica Garza comedy. I'm sure you can Google it, uh, which is something Meghan Markle is not aware of. And uh, <laughs> I would say <laughs> you could go Boom, on. Roasted. Uh, <laughs> roasted already. No, uh, find me on Instagram, just Veros underscore got underscore jokes. Or find me on Twitter, Veros underscore broke. And you can find basically anything if you go me on YouTube, just Veronica Garza comedy. And that you can find that's just kind of put those same words in on Instagram. And I'm sure you'll find me. Yes. And of course, we'll be sharing a bunch of Veronica assets on our channels at Frat Chat Podcast. So if you're Thank too you. lazy to Google, just click on there and you'll see her picture and follow everywhere. Honestly, this is a comedian that you want to keep your eye on because she's awesome. And I guarantee you, you're going to be hating yourself if you can't <laughs> see her in, in a couple of years because you 
you can't afford to uh, because she okay. blew up and now you're too poor to get tickets to her show. <laughs> and she's not going to see and be like, oh, hey, look, let me let you backstage. No, because you betrayed her here at this crucial moment, you guys. So make it happen. It got so deep. <laughs> I had to do it. I got I got lost. Uh, I was looking at a picture of you while I was doing it, and I got very heated and passionate. And, and yeah. I was in the moment. So. That's what I wanted. I want that type of Latin passion. That's what we needed yeah. in the fucking sorority. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> All right, Veronica, thank you so much for coming. You are thank amazing. You and thank we'll you be so you, much. Especially this now that great. live comedy is back. We'll be kicking some ass on stage soon. Yes. Thanks, Veronica. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Veronica Garza, and I told you guys you love her. Oh, she what is a awesome. I fucking love Seriously. her so much. I love her so much. I honestly, cool I am grateful you introduced me to her because she is hilarious. She's fun. She's cool. And, and she's always know, got the best sneakers. Yeah, she does. She's fresh. It's just, her style is so much cooler than, than mine will ever be, and it, it makes me low-key jealous. And her and her girlfriend have uh, this awesome dog. Meanwhile, Julie and I are still waiting a dog. So basically, she's, she's doing it right. You know, She's got the white girl and the dog. Meanwhile, I just got the white girl. So, I, I mean, she's got me beat. She's I don't got have me totally either. Beat. What's that make me? Gay. <laughs> it just makes you old school, Chris. Old school. Waka waka waka. All right. Well, today was fun. I'm gonna motion to adjourn this meeting, and I'm gonna second that shit. And make sure you give us a follow on all channels at Frat Chat Podcast. Make sure you give me a follow on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok at Carlos Does the World, and on the Twitter at Carlos Does World. And make sure you follow my buddy Simo over there at chris.more.comedy on Instagram and at cmorecomedy on the Twitter. And on that note, let's get out of here. See ya. We'll be back next week. Ciao.